All right, so we're back here once again on Couch Coach Live. Once again, we're here under the lights here on a Wednesday. What's going on, Maui? What's up, man? <laughs> Not much, man. Same old, just, you know, just working. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, so same here, man. Just yeah. working, just working, bro. Yeah, same here, man. Just, just mm-hmm. working, grinding, just doing what I can. Right. So we got a special episode this week on Couch Coach Live. We are... This is like our fifth or sixth year that we did our midseason. I call it for losers. I think last year we called it midseason awards. But mm-hmm. you get the drift. We've been doing this probably since I want to say I want to say about 2017-ish. Mm-hmm. Right around the time where I've been doing NFL midseason. So we'll we'll talk about who will award our MVPs, uh offensive defensive rookie of the year, coach of the year. Uh, most disappointing teams, and then some other things um, to get you primed and ready for the second half of the NFL season. So we'll get that going. Well, um, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. So um, yeah. what we're going to do, we're going to keep that intro, and we'll be right back to continue the show. Back here on Couch Coach Live. This week's podcast is brought to you by the good folks at Goalie. Head over to Goalie. Use our promo code Couch Coach and get yourself 10% off at checkout. So I still cannot get over the fact that we are in week 10 of the NFL season and we're literally at a halfway part of the NFL season. It's just hard to believe like it this season has blown by. Right. So we got a lot to cover and we, throughout the night, we will revisit our picks that we had um, in September. Which I don't remember. Sure to go wrong. I got. I got it all. So I know. Can, I know. Yeah, I got. So yeah, I'll, I'll, um, and I'll share those. Um, you know, as as we progress. So while I get that, so before we do our, our awards for MVPs, I'm gonna actually pull up um, our predictions and let me go and uh, update that real quick and let's see scroll all right so we have it here and let's see see if it's big enough let me zoom in a little bit more on that real quick Okay, let's see. So, okay, let's zoom in a little bit more. Sorry. It's going the other way. All right. right. Okay. Oh, I see what it's doing because it's it's 
Yeah, this is perfect. All right. So we all right, we just do it from there. All right. So first, our MVP. So this is when we post it on our I think it was either September the 7th or maybe August the 30th. Um, our awards prediction. So what you had preseason wise, you had Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, and I had Justin Herbert of the LA Chargers. So who is your MVP for the midseason? So the two, I got two. Mm-hmm. I got Jalen Hurst and I got Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurst, 2,042 yards, 12 TDs, two interceptions, passer rating 107.8. But then you got Patrick Mahomes, passing yards, 2,605, 21 TDs, and six interceptions. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. I think, you know, he's overachieving. He's doing his thing. And I, if I, if I would say this. I don't really pick them to win the Super Bowl, but they could. But I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just, just doing his thing. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. Just Pat, he's doing his thing, especially not having tough. You know what I mean? I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Picking Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, I had Patrick Mahomes as well because, and it's weird because in a weird way, this is a good season for him. And I think, mm-hmm. a lot, I think what in, what happens is when you're good early, like and you're like what they call an overachiever in a sense. Uh-huh. People are gonna look at this as well. This is just a normal year for him, which is still a right. great year for him. I right. mean, to, to think that you know you got 21 touchdowns already, you right? Yeah, you may not get to your 50 like you did, you know, in your MVP year, but this is still a good year. And considering the fact this team is what six and two, mm-hmm. they you know obviously had the blemish against the Bills. I forgot who else they lost to, but that's him, no deal. Um, twenty, you know, twenty-one, you know, twenty-one touchdowns, six interceptions, which is a great, great clip. And right. like I said, doing it without Tyreek Hill, which a lot of people thought right. his numbers was going to fall off, and because you know everybody looked at Tyreek Hill, and rightfully so, because you see like what he's doing in Miami is helping, right. helping Tua, and, and you know they were like one of the most half-line offenses in the NFL. Right. So that's concerned, but yep. So let me pull up. All right, so we have our <laughs> next one is going to be our offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And time at six thirty-four. All right, so all right, let's see our offensive rookie of the year. I had your boy George Pickens, NFL young boy. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And and oh, and and Brees Hall and God, you had Brees Hall. And he he was on. I'm telling you, if he didn't get hurt, yeah, he would have been the rookie of the year for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was literally, you know, killing me. So, who's your um, with we'll do first your offensive rookie of the year? Uh, man, I got um, Kenneth Walker. Um, it, it's a stretch, but when I looked at it, you know, he started, he only started week six, but when you really look at it, he's overachieving, and then how. The Seahawks is doing the Seahawks is really doing so well. They probably like the 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 best, you know, one of the best teams in the league right now. They're leading their division. And hey, he's been a after out of 111 attempts, he's five hundred well five what well, five hundred and seventy yards with seven TDs, twelve receptions, like he's averaging five, you know, five five yards a carry. So I'm going with um Kenneth Walker the third. 
Yeah, I, I was looking at Kenneth Walker from the winning standpoint as well. Mm-hmm. But also, my honorable mention has got to be um, Damian Pierce for the Texans. Because, okay. I mean, he's doing his thing. I ain't go that the way. Only thing, the you. only thing with him is they just don't have a winning record. But right. he did a fantastic job on Thursday night football against the Eagles. That right. kind of gives me hope that we could potentially um, do some stuff on Monday night. But uh, <laughs> Damian Pierce, he was one I definitely – I, I figured he. I knew he. You know, he was going to be the future of this team. I figured they. You know, obviously, um, they, I thought you know he may not have. He, he would have had an opportunity, but what he's doing now, almost having seven hundred yards rushing already. So, it's mm-hmm. very. You know, what he's doing is really impressive. Um, right. Who you got defensively? I, I sorry, I got two, but they can go either way. I got Ty Tyreek uh, Woolen, this um, thirty-one tackles, four interceptions, eight passes um, um, deflected. Um, but I'm gonna pick Sauce Gardner, um, and one of the reasons I do like him, I was just discussing to somebody about this, where a lot of times um, defensive guys they always go for the interception, which they should, but sometimes I I would rather you just knock the ball down. You know what I'm saying? The, the knock the ball down. <laughs> sometimes I just think you should do that because sometimes when you go for the interception, you put yourself in a bind. You, probably, you might even embarrass yourself. But now he's doing this thing with the Jets. Jets sitting three, um, you know, six and three. They won a, one game out of um, being number one in the division. So I'm going Sauce Gardner. I think everybody kind of like was looking at him from the get-go anyway. Yeah. I, I, he was my honorable mention. Um, right. Mads could be Tariq Willen. I think what he's yeah. doing, he's somebody that I wouldn't necessarily – people was looking at him like as far as having an impact like he has with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And just to consider the fact they're literally like the best story in the NFL with them being 6-3. Right. Um, you just can't beat what they're doing. And he's right. a big part of that, um, of their success. And so definitely – I think he's definitely – could be the defensive player of the year. But, I mean, defensive rookie of the year. But right. yeah, Sauce Gardner, I think he'll really get it because also also with the success of the Jets well. And he's a big part of why they're they're good defensively as well. So right. um yeah, they yeah, they struck it rich, you know, um on both of these picks. They, you know, so yep. So coach of the year, your your um your coach of the year candidate, it looks like it, it's it's still a possibility, it's still in it's still there. Um, with, right. you had um, you had uh, what's his face, uh, Kevin O'Connell mm-hmm. as your coach of the year. I had Sean McDermott. <laughs> no, no, that's right. You had no, you had Doug Peterson. That's right. You had Doug Peterson. Uh, yeah, I was stretching yeah, out. I said Doug, Doug Peterson, Doug right? Peterson. Yeah, you had Doug Peterson. Um, yeah, yeah, you had Doug Peterson. And then I had Sean Mc, uh, Sean McDermott, which I don't think that's gonna happen now because they're like what, like six and two, right? And, um, nah, I don't think that's gonna happen. There's so it's too many great stories. With that, so who's your coach of the year? What well, coach of the year so far, midseason wise? It's hard, man. It's really hard. I had, I put a bunch of names. I'm not gonna go through them all, but um, uh, I'm gonna give it to Nick. I'm gonna give it to Nick. Like I, you know, I got Brian. Um, the ball. I want to mess his name up. I got oh, Kevin O'Connor. Man. Yeah, and then yeah. I had, but I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Nick, man. Like I think out of all the, um, I want to mess his last name up. Um, Eagles yeah. coach. Yeah, I think Sirianni. Because when I'm looking at when I I hadn't really watched the Eagles this season, and when I watched them, 
when they played my team, I said, oh, my God. They remind me of the, of the Chiefs a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where they just was just dangerous. You didn't know how to stop them. And they would make you look so stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just basic plays that you're trying to do. They're doing it. And it's like, <sighs> look how easy they did. Like they practiced them. They was practicing it against the Steelers. Baby. But yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say him. I'm going to give it to Pete Carroll, though. I want to give it to Nick. But I'm going to give it to Pete because yeah. I think I think the Seahawks is doing some things that nobody really thought they were going to do. The, the You know what I'm saying? Look at Geno. Like, you know, would you consider him an MVP candidate? Mm, not necessarily. Comeback player of the year? Well, he really – think about that's really – that really – a guy like they had injuries. So like the comeback, you. yeah, comeback. It'd be like if he had like an injury, like if he mm-hmm. if he had like like a sustainable injury last year. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think Matt's gonna be Kevin O'Connell. I think what they're doing yeah. in Minnesota, because I always said like if they found ways to win football games, this is a dangerous team. And what they're doing now, they're winning games. I know people say, well. They've they've beaten teams that had backup quarterbacks, obviously, like like what happened on Saturday, Sunday. But mm-hmm. hey, it, a win is a win in the NFL. So it's like, right. regardless of how you get it, these wins are going to prepare them to potentially host um, a, a playoff game. Potentially, mm-hmm. if everything if if everything goes right, they could potentially have a bad week off these so called BS wins that a lot of people you know attest the games to. you're supposed to win. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, kept you know. So I think what he's doing at seven and one um, is definitely a phenomenal job. I definitely didn't think that they would be seven and one at this point, right? Just because just you know, just the NFC North, I thought it was going to be a lot more competitive. And like I look at this, I look at the the um, the standings. I mean, they literally can almost clinch the division within the next two three weeks. If wow. everything falls to their place, I mean, because right. you think about Green Bay's three and six, Chicago three and six, Detroit. I want to say they, I think they had a bad week, so they like two and six, two and six. So you damn near almost have a five game lead on Green Bay, and you beat Green right. Bay. So it's like right. they're literally on the verge of of winning this division. So I think what Minnesota has done as well. Um, my honorable mention's got to be Robert Sala. I think he's someone. I didn't think they were gonna be this good this this year. I figured maybe give them a year, kind of give them this is gonna be kind of like a like a grace period type of year. So I looked at it like, uh, well, I don't necessarily think it's gonna be their year, but six and three, and they've had some great hard fought victories, even obviously yeah. um, Sunday against the Bills. So you yeah. talking about the Jets coach? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. It was this yeah. was a hard. This was a very hard category. Yeah, coach of the year. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot. yeah. But yeah, he's my honorable mention for sure. I definitely think he's he's someone that you know definitely well deserving of it because you know everybody was killing him in the beginning, like oh you know, you know. But hey, he's he's paying huge dividends, and it's a lot of, like and Dayball, like I said, Dayball should get uh, what he's doing. Yeah, with yeah Dayball, right. Um, right. He's, um, and then Pete Carroll, and the thing about Pete Carroll. He should be as well. Like, I mean, it's a lot of guys who are well deserving of it. And like, even Nick, I think Nick Sirianni, yeah, because they're undefeated. 
So I, that's, you know, that's kind of one of those ways, hey, you know, it is what it is, especially considering the fact this is his second year. And, you know, when he took over this team, people thought he was, you know, you know, was coaching, you know, coaching a team that was a mess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And, and, and the thing about I've watched them, they, they look dangerous. They look like they just, you know, they just going down the field. They look extremely dangerous and poised. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. I really didn't see like I'm they worried about anything. They just playing and embarrassing people. Like, you know? Yeah. I was like, I, I didn't want to believe the hype, but I was like, wow. Yeah, they legit, yeah. They're they're a good football team. And that's one thing too. Like they got the beautiful thing about them, they got their interior sold up. Like defensive and offensive lines are secure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that helps, especially, you know, then having the two playmakers, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on one end, it's almost like pick your poison. Yeah, they're, they're definitely a, um, a, a, an intriguing team. Right. But, yeah, they're definitely going to, um, yeah, they literally on the verge of, of, of uh, having that, that number one seed in the uh, NFC and, and potentially have that bad week. Right. But it's only halfway here. Um, you know, right. So hopefully – Hopefully that don't happen, but I digress about that point. So let's see. Get that one. So we did coach of the year. All right. So, so we went transition from the coach of the year. Now I want to matter of fact, I'm going to actually stop sharing this part. So this here. So it's going to next one. I want to discuss is our playoff predictions. Which I'm gonna go into yours. So, <laughs> snitch. No, no. So <laughs> you had your divisional winners. You have was still intact. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, all is really intact. Buffalo, Baltimore, and Kansas City. Not Kansas City, but um, and Tennessee. Which at that point, yeah, they they actually holding firm leads in the AFC in their in their perspective conferences. You got um, your wild cards was the um, Las Vegas Raiders, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then on the NFC side, your divisional winners was the Rams, Eagles, Saints, Vikings. Your wild cards was the 49ers, Commanders, and the Bucks. So, and then mine, let's see. So I had the Chargers, Bills, uh, Ravens, Titans, the Jeff Saturday led Indianapolis Colts, <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then um, my division winners for the NFC was the LA Rams, Green Bay Packers, who, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, got that one. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, the Washington Commanders, and the Dallas Cowboys. So those were our pseudo um, our, um, our predictions as far as our playoff team. So and this, so now the next thing I want to discuss is the most disappointing teams, or team or teams that you got in them. Necessarily have to defract, go from your um, your list, but um, your your most disappointing teams. Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bet Cardinals, Rams, Packers, Raiders, Broncos, Bucks, 
Yeah. I just think the Bucks is just in a, a division that's not as good as they, you know, we probably think they could be. They I think they have they teams is potential, but it's just so it's just a lot of drama. Like the Saints got quarterback issues. Panthers, you know what I mean? Atlanta, you don't know what they really wanted to do. It seemed like they were just trying to go through the year to get ready for the, the draft. And then of course the Bucks. It's just the Bucks, you would think they'd be blowing people out, but it just seemed like they're skating by. Of course, the Broncos, you, I'm sure once they got their quarterback, um, Russ, they thought things were going to be better. Um, the Raiders is still, to me, doing what the Raiders been doing, even since they had. I don't know. I've never – I would thought they would have got rid of Derek Carr years ago. I'm not saying it's his fault. And I know a lot of people like football say he has the potential, but I always had an issue with him. I don't think he was as good as they try to make him out to be. I thought the Rams would be better because they're the Super Bowl champs. Ramsey, Cup, Stafford, Aaron Don, Donald, they should be so much better. Um, of course, the Packers. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. And then the Cardinals, I just thought that they would be moving forward. It seemed like they're moving backwards. And I also put the Commanders, of course. You know what I mean? I thought they would be better. And then, of course, my final one is my Steelers. Yeah. And my Steelers, everything. Watt got hurt. Same thing. The, the offensive coordinator is horrible. <clears throat> best thing they've done is is trade trade Claypool. That's the best thing they've done all year. And beat the Bengals. Yeah, mine's um, it's two. Obviously, I think it's the Raiders. I think, especially considering the fact it was there was supposed to be like an upgrade in a sense where you know get bringing Devontae Adams. Right, and it's crazy to think, and, and and it's like the irony of how the Raiders are. Like you, you, like coming off a year like last year where you had so much stuff off the field. Obviously, you know the John Gruden uh, mm-hmm. being fired, uh, the situation with Henry Ruggs, and then um, Arnett, the uh, that cornerback for Ohio State. All that stuff happening within what like a two month period, and you know in the midst of a playoff run and. They pretty much gave Cincinnati probably one of their biggest scares, maybe outside of the conference championship game, um, and in the wild card. So, mm. and you you thought to yourself, okay, well they got great potential now. You know, you bringing in a, you know, you bringing in Josh McDaniels, um, and you definitely, you know, coupled with the Devontae Adams situation, but just everything's a mess. And then they just got rid of Abrams, their first round draft pick. They just pretty much just released them out the blue the other day. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Like with this, um, they got rid of Abrams. I didn't even know that. Yeah, and and having then think about last, you know, they had two epic fourth quarter collapse. Obviously, in that week two against Arizona, and then what happened last week against Jacksonville? Like they, I thought they had a firm lead on that one, and Jacksonville came back in the fourth. So they've had some really disappointing, heartbreaking losses, and. I thought this was gonna be a playoff team. I mean, I definitely thought they, that they, you know, um, was on their on the track because that I mean, they had a playoff caliber roster, and you know this happens. But and I know this that happens with the NFL where you know teams that make the playoffs nine times ten don't make it. The you know not not nine times out of ten, but you know it's always gonna be changed as far as teams that made the playoffs the previous year won't make it the next. Right. And um, also the Steelers too. I didn't think the Steelers were gonna be two and six at all. I figured they would at least be competing at 
you know, at least within maybe like even not even saying Cleveland, Cleveland three and five, <laughs> but I figured they would be like kind of like in that five hundred mark. Like I figured they'd be maybe like maybe four and four in that case. And like you said, I, and I thought you know bringing in like a Mitchell Trubisky would have definitely helped this offense. Like I thought, I thought Matt Canada was going to do his thing with him now, considering the fact you don't have a, you know, you, you're not limited at the quarterback position when you had Big Ben last year, where he was pretty much on his last leg, where you know he really couldn't do much. His mobility was definitely um, not the same as obviously in the previous years, and you know, and you know, y'all were just throwing short. And he's still doing that now to this day. So <laughs> I know, man. It's, anyway. it's kind of odd. Yeah. Strange. I, I, and not necessarily, even though I did have them as a playoff team, I didn't I necessarily didn't think they would be at two and six. I figured they would be somewhat in the mix. Um, but yeah. Uh-huh. They've been my um not too disappointed teams. Um Cause I think necessarily the Rams, in a sense, are, but I understand like what their issue is really that their offensive line is just terrible. I mean, obviously with uh, Wentworth retiring, it's mm-hmm. it's been downhill. Um, Green Bay, I didn't think they would slide this bad. I didn't think they would be right. three and six. I figured they would be compete almost like kind of like what I thought with Pittsburgh. I definitely thought they would still be, you know. Contending for the NF- for the NFC North, but mm-hmm. that race is done. That race is over at this point, <laughs> unless some you know some craziness happen. But right. um, for the most part, it shoot because if, if Minnesota go to Buffalo next um, Sunday and win, I'm like they might clinch playoffs. But on Thanksgiving, you didn't real. think Broncos was gonna be better? I didn't think I I didn't think they would be a playoff team. I knew they'd probably be third or fourth in the West. I didn't think they were going to be this bad offensively. That was my biggest thing. I think I knew defense they would take care of business, and they have. But I didn't think they were going to struggle offensively like they are now. Mm. I didn't think they were going to be a playoff team in the, in the first place because I thought the West was so good. Because I figured like Kansas City, because you think about it, like like David Carr is the worst quarterback in that division. Mm-hmm. And, and most in, in in the NFC East, he might be the best. He would probably be the best quarterback in the NFC East if he was here, if he was in that division. Honestly, right? Like that's how that's how good the West is far from a quarterback perspective. So, mm. I, yeah, I, but yeah, but that whole situation, just even how they've lost games and how they, you know, they had opportunities to win games and. Do a lot of stuff, so I. That's another thing that's kind of odd to me, like as far as how they are, because like it should have been. I definitely thought they would be at least in the thick of it, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They like they pretty much because what they're like three and they had a bad week, so they're like three and five, I think. Yeah, and they almost it's... lost in Jacksonville. I mean, they. I mean, in London, they almost lost in London two weeks ago. Yeah, it's just. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, it's weird. Like some of the teams we talking about older players, players and this, this and that, older quarterbacks, teams that we thought should be doing well. It's reminding me of the NBA because it's like some of the teams that you thought would be doing well are looking like what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They four and seven. <laughs> you know? yep. Anyway. Yeah, big time. So 
We're going from the most disappointing to surprising. Who was your most surprising team that you got? Um, I I thought about because I know how we doing it. So I thought about the time when we did when we did the preseason this this and that. So I put I put the Seahawks, the Jets, the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Falcons. You said something about the Falcons that would be funny that they would be better than we thought they were. You know what I mean? And then if you pay attention, they right there with the Bucks. You know what I mean? The Bucks can slip easy. And then the Falcons can they they can mess around and win a division still, you know. Um, did we really think the Cowboys is gonna be like this? Um I maybe not six and two. I mean, I think they probably would have won maybe off. I probably make five and three, four and three. I mean, maybe the Cooper, um, the Cooper Rush situation kind of. Right. I didn't envision them winning all their games. You know, man. So let's go. Daughter. First game when that got hurt, everybody was laughing because they was like, "Man, they not gonna be nothing." They got one. Of, they said they had one of the hardest schedules or something like that. The schedule didn't work with them. They we didn't think they were gonna do anywhere. You know what I mean? So the Cowboys, I, we definitely didn't think the Giants was gonna be what they are. Yeah. And we definitely didn't think the Jets was going to be, but it was a possibility. I said it could be a possibility that that young, that, that quarterback step up, you know, and when I, when he played with the Steelers, they beat him up and he ain't even got his stats aren't even that well. He just got, they just playing football. And we definitely didn't think the Seahawks would be as good as they are. We didn't think Gino would be doing this. We'd be doing what he doing, you know? Yeah. And I think, and one thing with the Cowboys is, their fan, that's why, I, that's really the 100% reason why I don't like the Cowboys, because of their fan base, because they were so, like, negative about, like, dude, y'all only lost 19-3 to against Tampa, and y'all thinking, like, the sky was going to fall. And I'm like, y'all lost to Tampa Bay. Y'all lost a team who just won a Super Bowl two years ago. Like, <laughs> you're going to be fine. Like, and then this whole Dak situation, oh, you know, he got hurt. Then Cooper Rush. And I was like, he won a game in Minnesota on in prime time. I'm like, everybody like, well, that was last year. But it don't matter. Like, he, he he's a back of quarterback, and he he was there for the time when it was needed. So yeah, I mean, they only really hiccups is obviously the Tampa Bay, and then also with um with the Philly situation, which Philly mm-hmm. is Philly, right? Um, yeah, I didn't think I didn't think they would be that you know that good at this point. I think they would be well far six and two. Um, I think one of the biggest surprises, I think, I think me personally was Minnesota. I didn't think they oh, would be yeah, seven I mean, and one. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I always said, like, even last year, like, God, they won games, they would be in a play, and they would be a playoff caliber team. And right. now they're winning those games. Right. Um, I look that's at why I didn't that. put them down. That's why I didn't put them down because I felt like we, we spoke about that. We said that they games that they, they lost by field goal or point. And games they could have easily won. So that's why I didn't really say it was a surprise. Go ahead, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing where that's the difference between winning and losing. That and you know, hate to kind of say it like this in a sense, but that that's why you know Mike Zimmer's not the coach no no longer for him. And 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 mm. why I say that sending his condolences to him and his family, um, mm. you know, with his son passing. But mm-hmm. in theory. That's that's the difference where and I always say, hey, if Minnesota found and this was, you know, 2021, if Minnesota found ways to win football games, then, you know, it's it's a wrap. And now they're winning games in 2022. And you see it now at seven, seven and one. 
Um, and then considering the fact now they got TJ Hawkinson, which I still cannot believe that they traded that man within the division to get him. And I think he's he's gonna be a, a nice piece down down the stretch for them. Um, as we talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle. Um, I definitely have to give a huge apology to the good folks in the um in the northwest um part of the country. Um, we did a Seahawks preview. Um, and one of my freezing cold takes was that um don't even watch the Seahawks play this year. Uh, focus on Alabama and watch your 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 what I call their new quarterback Bryce Young. And mm-hmm. They're not getting that unless Denver, um, unless Denver stink up the joint. They got Denver's pick, but once again, my sincere apologies to the Seahawks fans. <laughs> um, you guys have won six games, and it's not even November the tenth. Like it's it's crazy. Like you know, it's not even you know we're not even we in week ten and they won six games. Right. So I give them kudos for that. Um, the Giants. I think the Giants was a team. I figured they would be like a dark horse, kind of scary, like kind of lurking, but I didn't think they would be six and two. They've won games that right. they had no business really winning. Right. Um, and they're, you know, they're doing their thing. Um, didn't like the Jets. I think the Jets, like we talked about it earlier, kind of, I talked about, you know, as far as the case of Robert Sala being the, uh, the coach of the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely. Um, yeah, but I think Seattle is the one that really no one thought. And right. But yeah. So let's see who got here. So we have a team that's under 500 that will not uh that I mean a team under 500 that will make the playoffs. <laughs> um I put Steelers, but it's a long shot. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't I don't um I put the I put the Bucks and I put the Browns. I really couldn't pick because I was looking at the teams that was under five hundred and they're not good, man. Like you know what I mean? Like the Browns may luck up when once Watson comes, but I, I really don't see it. I got I, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was hard. So I just I said, Well, you know, I know Watt is coming back, so maybe that might help um um, um Fitzpatrick, you know what I mean? Cause he's been hurt all this time. Maybe they might turn it around, but damn, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, the offense is, is, is horrible. Running game is bad. It's just, you know, what you supposed to do? Yeah. It's crazy. I, I think that was going to do Tampa Bay. Cause Tampa Bay is like kind of the low hanging fruit where it's like, right. Cause somebody probably in that division is going to be under 500. Possibly, but I think Tom Brady, they're gonna get it together. I because cause a part of me is like with the same situation, you know, obviously Andy Dalton, he's not gonna get it done. Um right. and Carolina, no, Carolina, Atlanta's kind of one of those where I think they're a great story now, and I think they're gonna kind of tail off when it kind of when it really matters. So I think I think Tampa is gonna win by default. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What if Carr went and played with the Saints? You think they'd be better? With the New Orleans Saints? Derek mm-hmm. Carr? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. Derek Carr's, I mean, I don't know. It did, like, as far as coaching wise, and that sounds like it's kind of weird. Like, 
Because I think he's in a good situation with McDaniels. And that's all like, it's kind of weird, like, how all this is happening. McDaniels is probably not a good head coach. He's probably a better offensive coordinator. Yeah, and that's the thing where it's it's odd. Like, it's it's just strange, like, how all that all happens. And then, you know, his coach in New Orleans would be Dennis Allen. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, because Derek Carr, he has a talent. And, you know, obviously – you know, yeah, they would be a lot better because that that's really that been an issue. Because you even look at even in the Monday Night Football game where you know Andy Dog turned a ball over in the most critical time where they at that at that time they had a somewhat of an opportunity to still win that football game and he turned right. it over and it becomes a pick six and then that changed the whole complexity of the game. Um, but yeah, and I think even if Jameis was healthy. They would, you know, they'd be more competitive, and I definitely want them to be competitive because I do not want them to to have a bad record. And that, and and because Philly holds their pick, so it's like Philly. No, like I want, I want, I want the Saints to to, to win some football games because I do not want that that pick and be a, a, a you know a, a low pick. I don't want it to be no more than a top fifteen draft pick. The Eagles should not be drafting in the top ten. They bet not. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and that I I can low-key make a case for the Rams. The Rams is they have a really interesting schedule that may may lend themselves to a potential run. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Oh, really? But they they're three and five, and it's almost like if you would, and then and then just how how the West is, they're not really technically out of it. They have a, mm-hmm. they got a shot. They really got a legitimate shot to to actually take care of business. The only like the thing about it is because you got San Francisco that's four and four, and then you got Seattle at six and three. The good thing about them is obviously um, I don't know, their schedule is kind of it's kind of interesting, but the simple fact that they do play Seattle, they play Seattle twice, so that's kind of mm-hmm. one of a good thing. And they you know they'll play them on December the fourth in Seattle, but then well no they play or they'll play in LA on December the fourth, and then they have to go to um, go to Seattle in Week eighteen. So that can can kind of you know, balance themselves out. Right. They had some interesting ones down the stretch. Obviously, I think a, a great cure for this losing streak is going to Arizona, um, playing Arizona. They go to New Orleans and then they go to Kansas City. That's going to be an interesting stretch for this team and to kind of see how they how they 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 can literally at this point going into the month of December they could be above five hundred potentially. You see, Ramsey said that he he want the offense to step up because they putting too much on the defense. Oh, for sure. And then they got the Raiders. They got to go to Green Bay, which I think that's gonna be kind of interesting on a, on a um you know the Monday before Christmas. Wonder how the how weather would play in that case, and it's they got some interesting games. I definitely think they they got a legit shot if they can. I think they can do it. I think they could. They, if they if there was a team that was below 500 that can make the playoffs, I would bet on, on the Super Bowl champs. Mm. So, we have um, 
a team over 500 that will not make the playoffs. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. I got two. Dolphins and the Cowboys. You know what? I, I'm. This is gonna be odd. So the first one, because I got an NFC and an AFC one, so I'm gonna start with the AFC. And it, this is LA Chargers. Yeah. I yeah. Have, I have, the Chargers are they're they're interesting. Obviously, they they pulled out a win in Atlanta last week. They got San Francisco. They got Kansas City coming up. Then um, they got some interesting games. Obviously, they go to Arizona and they go to Las Vegas in back-to-back weeks on November the 27th and December the 4th. They got an interesting December stretch, obviously. And I think they're going to be playing teams that kind of like on that cusp of like, like you got Miami, mm-hmm. you got Miami, Tennessee. I think Tennessee is going to be still a team that's going to be vying for a playoff spot. Uh, the day after Christmas, they go into Indianapolis, which I, that's going to be an interesting game from just from that perspective as far as what will Indianapolis look like um, mm-hmm. at that point in, in in that juncture. Then they got the Rams, and then they go to Denver, and that and that's going to I think that's going to be a, a really interesting proposition for them to be on the road yet again in a Week 18 game, and what can Justin Herbert do? It's right. going to be definitely interesting. I think they, they're going to be a team. They're going to hover at that 500 mark. And if they're going to hover, they're going to hover slightly above it. But they, they're going to be interesting. Mm. You got faith in them charges. You always have faith in them charges, man. Well, yeah, they're not going to make it. That's what, that's what this year, I'm, I'm telling you, it's weird because I actually had them winning. Right, you did. Like, the, the years that I predict them to be good, mm-hmm. they be bad. The years I have them bad, they're good. That's right. why it's like as a that's how I can imagine being a Chargers fan. Like I would literally pull my head week in and week out. Like it's just crazy. And considering the fact the talent that they have, like more so than anything, they have the talent. They have a, you know, you they're in a great position far as from a roster standpoint that you would want your team to be in and a team that you think could be competitive, uh, you know, going forward. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Right. If I say like the charges, man. But I I, I, I just I think, you know, I'm I'm listening to my inner Stephen A is saying it's that time of the year where the cowboys start tripping away <laughs> to the negative, you know what I mean? Yeah, and the schedule too. And I was like, oh, I'm picking the cowboys. So I'm looking where they're at. And I think the Giants can easily beat them. And I think I don't think they better than they not gonna be I don't think they better than the Eagles. Yeah, because I think they gotta play them what Christmas Eve. I think they gotta play them Christmas Eve. And I know they because when you look at Dallas, you always like at the Thanksgiving, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. all right, what's what's gonna be the right how the team gonna be after Thanksgiving? And I right. think and I think they play the Giants on Thanksgiving, so that's gonna be really intriguing. Um from that standpoint, um, it's going to definitely be an interesting road for the Cowboys. A team I really – and I know I said – I said I sent my sincerest, sincerest apologies to everyone in the Northwest. I'm, part of me is like, I don't think Seattle going to make it. 
It's gonna right. be interesting. You think those? Do you think the Forty uh, Nine ers gonna really? I have. To, I think it's. I think the Forty Nine ers are probably gonna potentially win the division, and then see. Then, uh, then the um, the Rams are gonna come back together and, and be able to be the wild card. Oh, I got you. It's interesting because I think their standpoint. Obviously, they have to, um, they they got to go to ten, um, not Tampa, but they got to go to London Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be they're gonna be t- playing Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay and Seattle they're kind of like almost like trading places in the sense right. where you would think Tampa Bay would be the six and three team versus Tampa Bay, you know, versus. Seattle's a six and three team, and you would think that Seattle would be the four and five team. It's almost right. like, like a, almost like a role reversal, like a Twilight Zone type of matchup. They got a bad week after that. Mm-hmm. They got a stretch, and this this is going to be interesting. Obviously, they got the, the the Raiders. They go to L.A. They got Carolina. I think that's a somewhat of a gimme, and they got. But it, it's, it's a short it's a short week for them. They got on eleventh of December. They got to go. They Carolina. Then they got a Thursday night football game on Amazon on Thursday. Then they don't lend yourself to either. And then you got nine days, and you got to go to Arrowhead on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and then the, you might catch the Jets, and that's the thing too, where the Jets could be. They got Jets on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. That could be a game where the Jets might still be in contention for for a playoff team for a playoff spot. So, yeah. with that coupled with that, it's gonna be interesting. Hey, ain't Josh Allen hurt? Um, there's some rumors about it. I've I heard it's just a, it's just a sprain of the elbow. I heard I, today they like, well, he might need Tommy John. I'm like, he better not. I know Tommy John like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, Tommy John surgery. Like, they need you up there in Western New York. They need a Super Bowl. We, we need you to let that. Lombardi. I'm telling you, they gonna mess around, and them Jets is gonna gonna win that division. I looked at that, and I kept staring at it, and I said, "Yeah, it's gonna be all." They right. gonna mess around and win that damn division, right. man. Going to be all right, but I. Definitely think that they're gonna um Seattle's gonna be see Seattle. I think they might be last man out. And then that Rams, I would not be surprised. I know I if that Rams, that Seahawks Rams week 18 matchup is not the Sunday night flex. Real? I can I can literally see your your boy Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tarico and all the game in Seattle on January the 8th. I, this literally, because they're the really only race I think is going to be really competitive. Because I think, because uh, who? Uh, because it'd be it'll be the Giants and the Eagles. I don't think that's going to be a good, you know, week eighteen matchup. That's going to be, and I, I, I definitely think this could potentially be that week eighteen Sunday night flex game. I mean, I, I can honestly see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, man. So this. This is our midseason palooza. So it, that's like I find it so interesting. Like, and then it's another one where we look back at this and be like, hey, oh yeah, this is what we said in the first half of the first half of the season. Definitely right. forward to the second half of the NFL season. And, and it just goes by so quick. 
And so before yeah. we move forward, I know it ain't yeah. on a part of thing. Who do you who are you looking who do you think gonna win this um AFC championship, NFC championship, and Super Bowl? I, I still I, I'm, I'm still saying by my point with the San, San Francisco 49ers and the Buffalo Bills. And I think I, I had the Ravens and the 49ers, didn't I? Um let me see. Uh let me go back. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, Tampa Bay and and uh, Baltimore. Matter of fact, I'm gonna Tampa put it up on the screen. Tampa Bay and Baltimore. Yeah, I put it on the screen real quick. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna still stay pat with my um with my prediction. Mm. Yeah, you still think the Bills gonna get there, huh? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting <laughs> Oh yeah. They're getting there. Oh yeah, they can make it un- unless unless this whole situation Josh Allen is like more severe than what they're saying. Cause when I heard they said Tommy John surge, I was like, oh no. I, I think um I don't know. I might I might have to put the Ravens versus the Eagles because the Eagles, I'm like, I'm just watching them. I'm like, Yeah. Oh, see, that's just bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, they embarrassing. They, like they third down conversions are crazy, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll put a bow on this week's Couch Coach Live. Um, social media, any up, um, any thoughts before we head on out? Hey man, see you next week. Uh, you know Deshaun Morgan Facebook, DT Morgan seventy eight Instagram. Great show. Um. We ain't that far off, but it's an interesting. It's a yeah. very sports right now. It's very interesting. It seems like they're really trying to get rid of all the old, and the new generation is really pushing forward. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the couch, coach live. Um, got a lot going on, and obviously, uh. Check the other, um, I watch the Commanders podcast, Commanders in the chat. Uh, that's Commanders ITC, anywhere you get on social media. Um, also check me out on Eagles Elite. I'll be there shortly. That's you know, go to playcallers.com slash uh, Eagles Elite. Uh, be there momentarily there when I, when I got cool McCain. And, and, you know, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, so we'll be on there. <laughs> Also, check out the website, uh, couchcoachlive.com, and also um, go on there. Also, we have um, our VC Ram basketball recap from Monday Night's Game um, on there on the website as well. So you just go on Couch Coach Live. It's the feature post, or you can just go on Couch Coach Live, click that VC Rams button, and it have all the uh, game updates for the games um, for this upcoming season. So, um, yeah, man. Another once again, another great show. Uh, midseason Palooza. Um, once again, love doing these every year because it's like, it's like you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, who's right, who's wrong, and like, right, it's and the freezing, I the cold takes and the hot takes that we got, so yeah, right, yeah, wasn't so, that far off. No, no, I mean, especially considering the fact 10 weeks has already passed and a lot right. you know, that's going on, but yeah, so. This has been this week's Couch Coach Live. <laughs> and we'll catch you, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. And we are out. Welcome.